Rating and reviewing is one way that you can help the Knox Pride podcast get out to even more listeners. Please remember to do so wherever you're listening to our podcast. Just kidding. No, that would be awful. Yeah. We're back. We're back. I'm excited. I'm excited that we're back. I had a great holiday, but I missed Knox Pride and I missed working, which is weird. I know. <laughs> it's very weird to say that, but... It was weird that it was closed. The Knox Pride Center was closed the last two weeks of December because I feel like... John still made his way here <laughs> like every couple of days. Yeah, I had to come in and do a, a few things, but I worked. I tried to work at my other job to bank a little extra money, but I throwed my back out <laughs> <laughs> and I was like laid up for a few days. It was it was kind of miserable. It was like right in between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. And I ended up not even like making it till midnight on New Year's Eve because I just was exhausted. I know. It was like... I think I left your house before 10, probably. No, it was like a <laughs> solid 10 o'clock, and you're like, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna go home. I'm gonna go to bed. I mean, honestly, I don't blame you. I tried. I I barely made it to midnight. It was 12.05, and I was like, deuces. I'm going to bed. <laughs> I made it to the new year. I'm done. John didn't even make it to the new year. No. It was... Like eleven thirty, literally thirty minutes, and he's like, he's like, I can't <laughs> no, do it. He's like, I, I can't, can't do, it. do it. That's funny. Well, let's rewind a little bit. How was your Christmas, Matt? With my new family, it was great. With my husbands, my kids, my friends, it was it was fantastic. I like new family. Yeah, because I feel like I, I don't know. I'm not going to talk illy about my chosen or my birth given family, so. We're just going to leave it there. We'll just talk about the good parts of your Christmas. Yeah, it was really good. I got tickets to go see one of my favorite artists, Queen Irby. That's crazy because so did I. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited because they were like, well, we have a fourth ticket. Who do you want to bring? And I was like, well, James is already going. So I don't know. I so we're going to pick one of you listeners. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> no, we're too weird for someone to interact with the oh, first time. And then have to like spend uh, the night with us somewhere. Like yeah. that's not. No, that's not something we want that person, any of you to have to go through. <laughs> yeah, they'll probably end up walking home. Well, that's fun. I'm yeah. really excited. I I've already wait. picked out my outfit. I haven't even started. Well, I will send you some pictures so you can match my energy. I feel like I was trying to look at something maybe on like ASOS or Sheen or something like that. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm just so nervous that it's not going to get here in time. Why don't you come to the Knox Pride Thriftique and find something vintage? Oh my God, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a thrift store. No, I literally still shop here <laughs> I, for everything. I do too. If I could get my toilet paper here, I would. I mean, I guess I could. I could take a roll home if I needed it. You could. We yeah. are here for, for everyone's it. needs, including <laughs> your toilet paper need, Matt. But yeah, other than that, I, Christmas was really good. Now, did you guys do 
like Christmas Eve presents or do you guys do in the morning? What did you, how did you guys do that? We went to my parents' house on Christmas Eve. And then when we got back, we let the kids open that night. And then Christmas Day, John and Dustin's mom came over and Barbie, Barbie and and Mary Jo, Mary Jo. And so you hit the mother-in-law jackpot, by the way, with Barbie and Mary Jo. They are, they're, I wouldn't say they're polar opposites, but they're very, they're very opposite. They both meet, the two of them together meet every need that a child could ever have, though. Yeah, but yeah, they (laughs) They were mine first. And and I know that, but you just know that they're probably going to end up loving me more. Well, the whole world loves you more, Matt. I know, I'm so perfect. (laughs) But I just don't have two kidneys. But I... And Brian came over, too. Um, nice, And nice. so it was good. He opened up his Christmas present, so it was nice. And Brian is our one of your children as well. Yeah, our second oldest child. All of the children that yeah. you have. Th- okay. This is it's all my children. I'm um, acting like I didn't know them well before <laughs> I knew you. <laughs> right. You were in their lives like 10, I 15 years before I was. in the room when one I of was. them was born. I'm just Aww. kidding. I wasn't. I was in the other room when one of them was born. And... It was Ashley Hospital. It yeah. wasn't like the other room of the farmhouse. <laughs> <laughs> it was little baby Jesus. But we, uh, they came over. It was super fun. But I, the holidays is always so exhausting. I was just like, I love my family, but I just want to like, yeah, chill. It's it's interesting. The older I get, the more I just think the holidays are exhausting for everyone. So what if we just got together as a whole and decided to not make it exhausting anymore. Like we have that power. Like we, the pressure around the holidays only exists because I mean, not because of us, but because of like corporate America and the pressure to like spend all your money to show people how much, you know, like that's definitely something that if we got together, we could end. Yeah. But we just, because I guess we all chose to do (laughs) secret Santa this year. And some of us still bought presents for I other didn't, people. I didn't. We said Secret Santa, one person, and I stuck to that. Now, I gave that person their gift like a month early and then <laughs> gave them another gift. And we still haven't even exchanged the actual yeah. Secret Santa gifts. I know. But I didn't. I went from making like no money to a job here at Pride where I make even <laughs> less money. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. I chose to do... I chose to do it, but uh, yeah, Christmas was like, there wasn't a whole lot of extra spending money at Christmas this, yeah. this year. Not that there usually is, but. Yeah, I mean, we even kept it cool with the kids this year. Like, you know, we told them that, we're, you know, we're going to go on vacation in the summer. So we're just going to put our money towards that. And I mean, we still gave them a, a good Christmas. You know, it's not really about the presents, but like, you know, we still gave them something. But Well, and your kids understand gift giving and they understand they get it your kids get it for yeah. sure i mean they don't they don't really ever ask for much anyways yeah. so i mean we kind of just not shower them in presents throughout the year but we just kind of if they need something or they want something we're like oh okay cool you know we'll get you a new pair of headphones or whatever yeah. it may be but but other than that it was pretty chill i liked it i enjoyed having a relaxing after christmas yeah. time how was your Christmas holiday celebrations. It was fun. I went, I spent a few days at my mom's house. Um, She lives, she lives about an hour and 20 minutes away from South Knoxville where I live, an hour and a half away. Um, She lives out in 10 Mile. She bought a house on the lake and just like 
it was already gutted, so she got to do like everything just exactly as she wanted it. Oh, that's and, perfect. Um, she's been there a couple years now, uh, so but I went. I was lucky enough to have time off around the holidays here at the Pride Center, and so I got to go for a few days, and it was a lot of fun. It's I will tell you, I still am not used to. The house that my mom lived in prior to the one that she lives in now, we moved into when I was in the fifth grade. Oh, wow. And that was in like 1931. (laughs) I'm trying to count on my fingers. Um, But it was like 1991, I think, is when we moved into that house. So she lived in that house for over 30 years. That's crazy. I mean, that's the house that I grew up in, basically, you know. And so it's weird to go to the house that she lives in now and see all of like the Christmas decorations and and the tree that we've had my whole life, like in all of this familiar stuff in a still pretty unfamiliar place. You know, like she's been there a few years, but I only get to go out there like a handful of times every year. So like. It, it, it it's very kind of jarring to see like the ornaments I made in the third grade, but in this yeah. like st- strange house. Yeah. Um, but we had a good time. I spent a couple of days out there and then my sister came over Christmas Eve and my niece did not participate in Christmas this year. She's working at Amazon. I don't know why I'm like, <laughs> dog saying my whole family. This but, is your e truly um, Hollywood life story. <laughs> but she um she chose to work because it was a it was good money to work on Christmas, which yeah. is totally understandable. Uh, and so we did a little like Christmas Eve thing, and we opened presents, and then Christmas morning we woke up and had breakfast, and then my mom and I went to Harrah's and we spent Christmas day and we stayed the night she got she surprised me with like a suite on the top floor yeah it was like i tried to make a video of it but i just am not like an mtv cribs kind of person (laughs) it's just like not an interesting video you just have Um, your mom's holding your phone and you you open the hotel door you're like hi mtv and then i'm like mom this is the part where you fast forward while i walk up the stairs how do you do Um, it but we had a lot of fun and it was good. And then I came home and I threw my back out and I spent a few days pretty immobile. And then I we spent New Year's Eve together and then I was just a giant baby and I went home early. <laughs> Listen, it, I I typically don't make it till New Year's. So I was I was proud of myself. But then the past couple of days, it's been rough going back to work. Yeah, I was really today was my first day back at work yeah. here at the center. And I was... I was really looking forward to it. I was really excited to come back. I have a lot that I'm working on in the the thriftique to make it more shoppable and make it a more pleasant experience for everyone that comes in. And we had this great volunteer named Darcy who donated money for me to get some new fixtures. And um, I got those in the mail over the break. So I was excited to like get back to work and put them together. It looks so good in here. It's getting there. Um, I think we're discussing having a grand reopening uh, in February because February last year is when we sort of like started the thrift, like the retail side of the thrift geek and not just like the clothing closet side. So I think I'm working towards like a grand reopening in February. So I love that. Listen in, listen in for more information on that. But but if you guys haven't been to the Thriftique in quite some time, because obviously we took a little break, a little two, three week break, you guys should definitely come back. It it looks so good in here. There's so many new clothing items in here and it's it's insane how much 
how many clothes are in here? And everything you spend. We're he's looking around and saying here because yeah. the Thriftique is also our recording studio, for those <laughs> of you who don't know. Um, but it's uh yeah, everything that you spend here at the Thriftique goes right back into Knox Pride and the programming and the uh, the food pantry and the clothing closet. And uh I always say that spending Spending your money with queer establishments is a, a radical act, and we should be paying more attention to where our money's going and making sure that it's going to other queer people as Absolutely. often as possible. So, not that not that I wanted to run off into a little commercial, but I'm pretty <laughs> proud of what's going on here. So, I would love for everybody to come check it out. Yeah, for sure. Last question for you before we really get into our little uh, episode today. You know, typically people will do a new year's resolution did you have one this year i didn't um, you know i didn't either i feel like i have spent the past year maybe the past two years but like specifically the past year really really working on myself yeah physically mentally the way i view the world the way i treat people around me and I guess that probably my New Year's resolution was just to continue yeah. to learn and grow and change. Yeah. I guess that's all I'll do this year. I mean, I feel like people who, I mean, a lot of people who make a New Year's resolution, they don't stick to it because that's their one focus goal yeah. of that whole year. And it shouldn't be. It should just be happy and healthy and whatever. Whatever comes along, comes along. Yeah. The last New Year's resolution I made was in 2020. Oh, wow. And it was to quit smoking. And I just yesterday saw in my Facebook memories that it was four years since the last time I smoked a cigarette. Well, congratulations. Yeah. That was the beginning of the pandemic, too. I was like, you know what I'll do? While the world's falling apart, I'll quit smoking. I feel like a lot of people started smoking at the height of the pandemic. Yeah. What about you? No, I feel like there. I've already done. I've already done so much in the last year. Yeah. Um. I don't want to set myself up for something else. Yeah. I just want to live my life and whatever comes along comes along. Yeah. Keep just keep going. Just keep yeah. existing. Yeah. I'm I'm alive. So yeah, that's, that's my goal. I also feel like no shade, but I feel like resolutions are kind of for people who are not actively already working on themselves. <laughs> and I, mean, I think that not... you and I are pretty much constantly working on ourselves. Yeah. I mean, like our professional lives, our personal lives, our, yeah. our friendships, our relationships. I mean, we're doing 17 jobs at one time. So I feel like yeah. we already have enough to worry about. We're not going to worry about something that's... I do have goals. Yeah. I mean, I sure. like I'm very excited to be so close to... I mean... There's always going to be something I want to change about the Thriftique. Yeah. But uh, I'm just f- so close to it being really where I want it to be. And so, you know, I, I'm i going to work really hard on that this year, this space this year. Well, here's but, yeah. to a prosperous 2024. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we are going to talk about everything else that happened in 2023. 2023, Yeah. Hey, Matt. 
Hey, James. Do you like having fun? Yeah. Do you like meeting new people? All the time. Do you like pouring your heart out to a room full of strangers? You have no idea. What about being in bed by 9.30? Yeah, that's my favorite. Well, I've got the perfect thing for you. Join Knox Pride every Thursday night from 6 to 9 at South Press for Braddy's Cathartic Karaoke. Okay, so we're going to get into just like our favorites of 2023 in general in a second. But I wanted to just real quick, right on the top, talk about a few of our favorite things. Yeah. Podcast wise, because this is our final episode of our first season. It is. And when we come back in two weeks... We will have episode one of season two of the Knox Pride podcast. That's so crazy. That's it's, it's hard. Special. To, it's so special. It is. <laughs> it's 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 so crazy to think about that we've been at this for almost a year. Yeah. And we are I think we posted our trailer a year ago this week. Yeah. Or I mean, actually maybe we posted our trailer at the end of twenty twenty two. But yeah. yeah, we've been we've been working at it. Over a year now. It's crazy to, to think about how far we've come since then. Like, we were talking about this on, on the <laughs> yeah. Curious Tables at last episode about how... I feel like we... we changed so On much. a scale of, like, 1 to 10, like, I have no idea what you're fucking doing, scale of 1 to 10. Yeah. We were, like, at a 10 when we started. We had no yeah. idea what we were doing. I feel like now we're at, like, a 5. <laughs> I feel like we're getting... Yeah, I feel like at the end of season two, we might know what we're doing. <laughs> we might know. Listen, if we if we make it to the end of season two, I'm just gonna be happy. Well, we're going to. Uh, <laughs> it might be AI. It might not be us anymore. We oh, might have figured yeah. out how to get. No, I. So, I have some statistics. Okay, if you're interested. Yeah, hit me so, with. So, first of all, twenty one. This is our 22nd, so 22 episodes in season one. Crazy. That's great. That's like that's like a CBS Friday night cop show. That's how many episodes they get, you know? Well, then in a season. we're on the right track. Can you imagine us in a buddy, in a buddy cop, like, serious cop drama? No. <laughs> like NYPD Blue or something? No, because I feel like we're hardly oh ever God. serious. I'm always serious. So 22 episodes in season one. Okay. 16 guests. 16? 16. 16 guests, including like Virgil Wools, Youth Poet Laureate. Um, Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Nathan Higdon. John Camp. So many great guests. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to get guests better than that for the second season. I we might just have to have them on again. I Repeat guess, guests. No, we're, we're going to do like share... President Biden, <laughs> Madonna, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ himself. No, but did I, you say themselves? Yeah, because you know Jesus, Jesus is non-binary. Non hell, oh, <laughs> uh, he wore sandals and dresses, bitch. Come through. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Okay, so sixteen guests. That's amazing. And then nine hundred and seventy-four minutes of airtime. 
So published we've, yeah, time. that's just the stuff that you guys have heard. That's not including all the things that we recorded that JD has said no to. God, <laughs> we um, we have recorded. So that's like sixteen hours. There's sixteen hours of us <laughs> doing just, this, just gabbing. And somebody has listened to it. At least two people. Yeah, at least two people. Bobby, my my friend Bobby listens. Yeah. Hey, Bobby. And I don't, I don't I hope hopefully our friend in Michigan is still listening oh, to us too. I'm sure. Shout out to him. Yeah. Hope you're doing well. Um, I hope you guys are all doing well. And we love and appreciate you so much because you stuck with us for an entire year. Yeah. And I mean, I don't I don't know about you, Matt, but there were times when I was like, Throw in the towel. We're not gonna make it. Yeah. We're not gonna make it a whole year. So we love you guys and and uh, we mean that when we say that. Yeah. Like, we, sure. we, we do genuinely love everybody that listens because this is a lot of work. And if nobody was listening, we wouldn't do this. So <laughs> we're we're doing this for, for y'all. Yeah. Um, well, so, we're doing it for ourselves, too. But <laughs> I guess, you know, the community. The community. <laughs> okay. So... Let's get into just like our favorites from okay. from 2023. Where do you want to Unscripted. This is just crazy. We're just going to start naming off everything we loved. Ready, um, go. Okay, so my, one of my favorite movies this year, Barbie. Oh, okay. So movies is a good place to start. Yeah. I feel like the, we, we've watched a lot of movies this year. We have, thanks to your day job. Yeah. I One of the perks working... For a theater company is that we get free tickets and... And one of your spouses gets free tickets. So that's a lot of free tickets. That's double tickets. Yeah, double tickets. Well, I think it's supposed to come out of my pool of tickets, but it never has. So... Oh, sh- God, I hope Mr. Regal is not listening. Uh, probably not. <laughs> um, But we've watched so many movies this year and I'm just... There's been so many good ones. Like yeah. one of my favorites, Barbie. Yeah. I, um, we have had this discussion. Uh-huh. I appreciated Barbie. Yeah. And I, and I know it's importance, but it did not speak to me the way that it spoke to other people, which yeah. is fine. I just yeah. don't think it was made for me. I think that Greta Gerwig is a genius. Fantastic. I think that Margot Robbie is like, she like harkens the spirit of like screen sirens, like great screen sirens of yeah, yesteryear. Absolutely like she does. She's just like classic and such an incredible actress. But I just I fell asleep. It could have been like the margaritas we had beforehand. <laughs> but I fell been. asleep in the middle of it. And then when I woke up, like there was kind of like resolution. So I like missed the part where <laughs> where the plot point you know, was. Maybe I'll maybe I'll rewatch it. It's but. on HBO or Max now, whatever you want to call it. We re- some- we oh sorry. But I was about to ask, what are some other good movies that we we recently saw? watched the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, the Hunger Games prequel. Fantastic! I really enjoyed it. I I was always a fan of the Hunger Games movies. I had watched the f- I'd read the first book and watched the first one years ago, and I'd never you seen never any of the them? other ones. I'd never seen any other ones. Listen, we just rewatched those maybe a month ago. Yeah. I well, would I would do it again. I, I mean, I rewatched them this past summer. Oh, I was okay. house sitting and I rewatched all of them in one day because I knew that the new one was coming out. Okay, yeah. And so I am a big fan of the Hunger Games, but recent. Um, I really liked the new one. I if we're being honest, I did not 
care too much for the actress playing Lucy Gray, um, who was also, I can't think of her name, but she was also in um, the remake of West Side Story. Okay. And I just, I thought that she was very flat and boring and okay. she's the main character. And the problem in that is that like, I didn't care if she won the Hunger Games or not. And I feel like that's important for you to want Lucy to yeah. prevail. You're right. Um, I loved everything else about it. I just I just thought that she was boring and that I mean she just I wasn't compelled to care about her. I cared about everyone else in it, but for some reason. Is it because reason, you I put just, Katniss Everdeen on such a high pedestal? I don't think so. I think that I because I also only got about a half an hour into the remake of West Side Story because I didn't think that she was very exciting. Okay. So I think that she might just be boring to me, to me. And I'm sure she's a lovely person. <laughs> I'm sure that she is very charitable and very sweet. But I just... Also, Wasn't I did it. have one other... They just kept singing the Hanging Tree song over and over. And I was like, y'all couldn't write one more song for this, like... Hunger Games movie that we've waited for years and years for. Anyway, it was good. I know it sounds like I didn't like it. I loved it. <laughs> um, some other good movies that we had this year was The Little Mermaid. Yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, that was... So I have three... I'm sorry. Yeah, I have three top favorites. Barbie, The Little Mermaid, and then I am such a Marvel fan. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. I don't know if you've watched either one of them. They are fantastic. Like, they're animated. Yeah. Um, That's where you lose me. It's really hard for me to get interested in animated things. I typically don't like, like, I guess I don't really care for animated children's movies. Um, there's a few that I like, but this is, it's still. I guess it's still an animated children's movie. Fuck that. No, it's not. Um, it's, a, it's a great movie. Yeah. It's, it just brings all, it incorporates so many other spider men, women, people yeah. into the universe. Isn't and there it, like a spider pig? No, that's yeah. The Simpsons. No, there is. Oh, there is. Yeah, there is. <laughs> okay. Um, there's there's other animals. There's it's it's so cool just to see all of that put together. I'm I'm just such a big fan of Marvel and Spider Man in general. So. I wish you guys favorites. could see how big the grin on Matt's <laughs> face is right now. It's pretty adorable. It's so I my phone case is Spider-Man. My favorite games to play on the PlayStation is Spider-Man. Are my, your panties Spider-Man? If if they made adult sizes, yes, they would be. <laughs> um my screensaver on my computer at work is Spider-Man. So I'm just the hugest fan, and I wish I could get a sponsor from Marvel. That would be great. But there was other good movies that came out this Wait, year. Wait, what did you say? Uh, Spider-Man, Barbie, Barbie, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Top three. Um, yeah, Little Mermaid to me, Little Mermaid was my, it was probably my introduction to Disney. Like, I'm sure I had seen, like, Snow White and things like that when I was, like, little, little. But The Little Mermaid, I'm almost positive, came out in 1989, which is when I was, like, nine years old, probably in, like, second or third grade. And it's the first time I remember, like, seeing a commercial for it and anticipating going to see this Disney movie. And if I'm not mistaken, it had been a while since Disney had done a movie even. So it did come out in 98. I'm sorry, not 98. 89. Yeah. Um, sorry. And it was really like Disney had been sort of like dormant. They they were had been making movies, but they weren't making like 
the classic cartoons like they used to. And so I have a lot of memories attached to The Little Mermaid. And I was so excited. I don't really get mad when Hollywood does remakes like a lot of people do because I feel like, especially if it's something I love as much as The Little Mermaid, if this is a vehicle to get thousands of more children interested in in right. it, then that's great, you know? And uh, I think that they took out appropriate things that maybe didn't age very well, which was great. Yeah. And I think that they added a lot of culture. I think that Disney is trying really hard to fix the past (laughs) when it comes to certain stories that they were telling and how they were telling stories and how they were not as historically accurate as... yeah. They needed to be. I I just loved The Little Mermaid. I loved it a lot. Listen, that that was my favorite Disney movie growing up too. Like that, like that was my go to as a child. Yeah. I used to have to say like I love Aladdin and Lion King, which I love. Yeah, but like you know, it's not. Little I, I was a boy, so I couldn't be like I love The Little Mermaid. I had to be like I love Aladdin. Listen, but... my little gay ass was playing with Barbies when I was a kid. Well... My mama, my mama knew. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Give this baby a Barbie." Oh. Um, but there was other good ones too. Uh, I guess from I would say Transformers Five Nights at Freddy's was really good. Um, <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, you have to start again because you said Transformers and I rebooted because oh, <laughs> so and then Five <laughs> Nights at Freddy's. Wait. <laughs> We should tell the audience that I did give the Transformers a fair shot. We did sit down and watch like all of them. We did. We marathon them. And about halfway into the second one, I was like, oh, I just don't like <laughs> things about giant robot vehicle. Like, Listen, I'm just not into this. The ones with Mark Wahlberg were really good. I'm glad that you're entertained by them. And well, he's entertaining, too. He's very good to look at. Yeah. Any gay. Five Nights at Freddy's. I thought that Five Nights at Freddy's was so weird. And I don't know if it's because I knew and, and still don't know anything about Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, yeah. I never played the game, but I enjoyed the movie. I, I don't think that I did not enjoy the movie. <laughs> I just, there just was a lot. There was a lot yeah. of plot in that yeah. movie. <laughs> A um, lot of plot in that movie, but it does have my uh, my boyfriend Stu Mocker in that. Stu Mocker, yeah, uh, Matthew Lillard from the original. Oh Scream. yeah, of yeah. course, yeah, 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 yeah. and Josh hottie. Hutcherson. Well, yeah, also what a hottie. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, um, and also you know Freddie, what a hottie. Mm, yeah, animatronics. <laughs> um and then we obviously we had Taylor Swift and Beyoncé concert movies. Which I haven't seen either of those. You haven't? No. You haven't watched the Taylor Swift one? No, I don't think it's free yet. I'm waiting for it to be free. Is it not? <laughs> I think I tried to watch it the other night and it's still uh you still have to pay for it. You still have to pay like 20 bucks for it. Well, I'm sure you can rent it for like $4. No, I think it's 20 bucks to rent it still. Oh, okay. Well, when it comes out, you must watch it. It was Yeah. I'm I also I also want to I know that I'm not going to watch it all at once cuz it's like 3 hours long. It is so. It is. Um Beyoncé's was really good too. I know you're more of a Swifty, but Beyoncé's <laughs> was fantastic. I I like I like Beyoncé. I just have never dove into Beyoncé. I yeah. like radio Beyoncé. I like yeah. what I've heard. I mean, I'm, my 
there is a lot of Beyonce that I really like. I yeah. just and then some of the last movies of 2023 that we got were Saltburn. Um, <laughs> Have you watched it yet? I did. Yeah. It's I, interesting. I liked it a lot. I think that people who are on the internet saying it's their favorite movie might need to just like take a little peek inside and, yeah. s- and see like do, what. Do some inner reflecting. Yeah, just do some <laughs> reflecting. But I, I did enjoy it. I thought that it was going to be. Much more of like a Royal Tannenbaums or like um, running with scissors, like dark, quirky family comedy, but it, still like dark and a little yeah. disturbing. But it's it's not a comedy. Not at all. At all. But yeah. it's I think it's well written. And um, I haven't seen Promising Young Woman, I think is the other movie from that director. Her name is Emerald something. Um, but I... I Apparently that's her bag. Like the suspense is like her bag. And yeah. like you're waiting the whole time during Saltburn for yeah. something to happen. And you don't know what. You have no idea, but you know when it happens, it's gonna be big and you're right. gonna shit your pants. And it was. <laughs> and it was. And it's good. It's good. It was. No spoilers, um, but it's yeah. It's good. I, it's just I will say different. Some, <laughs> I I think I used the word the other day, uncomfortable with some of the scenes. Yeah. Um But I feel that, like I was I feel like the scenes that were, this probably says something about my psyche. I feel like the scenes that were clearly like the ones that were supposed to like shake you and disturb you were not the ones that were disturbing to me. Like to me, the most disturbing, I don't want to spoil anything, but the most disturbing part is the conversations sometimes that this family is having. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's it's good. I, I would recommend it. But, you know, I feel like those conversations, it's, it's probably the conversations that that specific class yeah. have. Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like with, with, the, with the name Saltburn, this is not really a spoiler, but that's the name of the house that they yeah. live in. I feel like people have names for their houses that that, that are like <laughs> if that. You have a na- if your house, if your estate has a name, oh, uh, uh, I have not seen your favorite movie of this year. Um, I have not seen Poor Thing. Poor Things is that oh, what it's called? God. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say just a few things about Poor Things. Don't spoil anything. I won't. The costume design, fantastic. The cinematography of the movie is fantastic. The movie itself <laughs> is horrible. The plot to me. and the script, is that what you're saying is yeah. bad? Um, what about Emma Stone? What about the acting? She's good. She. I've always thought she was a really good actress. Yeah, Emma Stone's incredible. I feel like Emma Stone was our Lindsay Lohan replacement i think the universe was like oh sorry here's a different this is what we meant for Lindsay lohan yeah well, we're <laughs> not we're shady. not gonna mess this one up we're, i love Lindsay lohan yeah. first of all i yeah. love her but but really the thing in the movie for me and we can talk about this off off um camera or mic off mic off yeah, book <laughs> it's there's one thing in particular that just doesn't sit right with me and it just, I just don't like it for that reason to the point where I fell asleep the last like 45, 30 oh, minutes yeah. because it, it was it's long as hell, isn't it's it? It's two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, I might watch it, but I'll probably watch it at home. It's just, it's not, when it's free. <laughs> it's just not my aesthetic of, yeah. of movie. Um, JD loved it and 
I just don't know how he enjoyed that so much. But <laughs> um, I mean, no shade toward whoever liked it, but like that's just not that, that's just not my vibe. Yeah. Movie. Well, it was all in all a pretty good year for movies. It was. What? What about albums? What What were some of your favorite albums that came out this year? Really, I had, I had one absolute favorite album. It was Miley Cyrus. Yeah, um, that album. God, did that just come out this year? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I, that album and SZA's album were my my top two favorites yeah. of, of the entire year. I haven't really got into SZA. I know that the whole world has except for me. Yeah. Um, but I just haven't really stopped and like listened. There's there's a lot of good songs that that were on this last album, but really my favorite was from like the last album she had. Yeah. Like I I still stream that one all the time. I did like Doja's new album for the most part. Yeah. Um well and the Barbie soundtrack too. I was that gonna Doja say on like yeah. That that Barbie soundtrack is great. Yeah. It's I mean, it's got like Doja Cat and also the Indigo Girls on yeah. it. It like, has Nicki Minaj, <laughs> but it also has Blondie. Yeah. It. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's weird. It's a great, it's a good one. Uh, I loved Guts. Olivia Rodrigo Guts was one of my favorite albums. I know that you're not a big Olivia Rodrigo fan. She's cute or whatever. <laughs> she's she's cute or whatever. She's just starting to grow on me. Her. And then you can't forget Midnight's came out, right? Didn't Midnight's no, come out? No, that no, was that last was year. God, that I'm was twenty twenty two. I'm so. I'm but so you did like, get nineteen eighty nine Taylor's version this year. Um, we did with a lot of really great songs from the vaults. Yeah, on that. You know, I actually heard "Slut" for the first time yesterday, like it's day for yesterday. I never heard it because I didn't. I never really listened to, I guess, this Taylor's version of the album, but um, the song was pretty good. I Have was you like, listened okay. to? Oh, now I can't think of it. I'll make you a playlist okay. of just like all of the Taylor Swift songs that I'm into right now. But the 1989 vault stuff is really, really good. And I... Oh, Suburban Legends. That's the one that I really like. That was from the vault on 1989. Okay. And then we both enjoyed an album this year. Uh, Janelle Monet. Yeah. Their album was incredible. When did that album come out? Um, I... I researched all of this right before we came on, but I did not research Janelle Monet's like when when it came out. It came out this year. It's called Age of Pleasure, and it came out oh June of this year or of twenty twenty three. I feel like I feel like that happened like two years ago. Maybe I guess I'm probably thinking about Dirty Computer, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I love everything Janelle Monet does. And I mean, you did get me on them. With this last album, um, yeah, because I remember we sat there one morning and just listened, watched her music videos. Yeah, um, I saw them live years ago for my thirtieth birthday, and it was when like tightrope had just kind of yeah. like hit, and people were just starting to figure out who Janelle Monae was, and they opened for of Montreal. And now I'm like, well, I'm glad I got to see them then when it cost me like $75 or however much yeah. that ticket costs because there's no way I'm going to be able to afford to see Janelle Monet if they ever go on tour. <laughs> like, <laughs> My favorite, like probably my favorite song from 
this past year was one of their songs that was at Only Have Eyes For Two because it's a polyamorous song. And I thought that yeah, was Yeah, we so know. You have two husbands and they love you, Matt. They do. Gosh darn it. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, I think so. Dirty Computer was... First of all, this has nothing to do with 2023, but if you haven't familiarized yourself with Janelle Monet, Dirty Computer is a great way to start. Yeah. Um, it's a concept album, which means like it has a, a a theme that runs throughout and it's got melodies that repeat. And Janelle Monet doesn't just write an album, she writes an album and she writes a film that all of the songs go into. And so you can watch, it's like 45 minutes long. It's called dirty computer. It's one of the best, like sci-fi love romances. And that was her coming out as being polyamorous. And then this new album is all about just like how sexy it is to be whatever gender you want, whenever you want to. It's such a great album. It's so good. So good. What other albums came out this year? Um, so all I put down was Doja Miley. <laughs> I did put down uh, "Dance the Night Away" single by Dua Lupa. Yeah, Dua Looper for the Barbie soundtrack, Taylor's version, and then Janelle Monae. Now I did have a little fun fact for you. Um, Harry Styles did win the best album from the Grammys for album of the year with. The it was called uh, Harry's House. Harry's House, yeah. Congratulations, um, Harry. I know he, he's a listener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if? Um, what if? That's really all I had for music. I feel like there was so much music. Wet Leg is a band that emerged this year that I really enjoyed, and I don't know. I'm terrified. I'm going to say an album that came out in 2022 and our. <laughs> Six listeners are going to, it's just going to decredit me and they're just never going to believe anything I say again. Hey, listen, we're not perfect. We make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but speaking of mistakes, let's talk. I, I have one. <laughs> Wait. I have, no, you'll, you'll, you'll see where I'm going. Just, just okay. follow me. Um, speaking of mistakes, Trump. <laughs> he, I have one fact for you. Trump was the first former president to have their mugshot taken. Okay, like first, yeah. So I was like, lots of firsts in 2023, and I'm I'm glad his mugshot was taken. Yeah. So let's just we'll just leave that at that. I did put something on here. I don't know if you're going to want to talk about it. It was famous deaths. Of this past year? Oh, no, I don't want to do that. That's okay. sad. Okay, well, let's just scratch that one well, out. Well, okay, well, give me, like, the two that you're the saddest about. Tony Bennett. Okay, I guess I didn't realize Tony Bennett passed away. He did. Tina Turner. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tina Turner, for sure. Yeah, that one That one was sad. And yeah. I, rest in peace, Tina Turner, Tony Bennett. All the other celebrities that were good yeah. that rest passed away. Yeah, rest in peace, Anna Nicole Smith. Yes, my dear, you're so explosive. <laughs> uh, Betsy, I, I hate to inform you, but she's been gone for a minute. You know that. Okay, but it doesn't but mean still I rest in peace, I guess. It doesn't mean I can't keep resting, girl. Keep resting. <laughs> I was quoting a Nicki Minaj verse. Oh, that went right over my head. She says, uh, rest in peace, Anna Nicole Smith. Yes, my dear, you're so explosive. 
Say hi to oh. Mary, Mary and Joseph, then bottoms up and double my dosage. And that's what you have to put on my headstone when I'm dead. I will. I definitely <laughs> will. Because that's the... But instead of Nicki Minaj, like instead of quoting Nicki Minaj, you write the whole quote and then put like, I don't know, Abraham Lincoln or something underneath it. Yeah, we'll put... Um, <laughs> or, or like... Frankenstein. First Corinthians 312. <laughs> like it's a Bible verse. <laughs> Okay, so um, we talked about movies and music. Before we say goodbye, let's talk about shows, television shows. What did you watch on the oh. Netflix? Oh, geez. There um, was season three of Righteous Gemstones, which was perfect. Amazing. But that's HBO. Well, I mean, but just in general. I, yeah, I was giving examples okay. of oh, streaming. Okay, okay, but, okay. Yeah, because you know. I don't know what streaming services. Because you don't know what examples are. No, <laughs> no. Um, any really the I think the great Great British Baking Show. Watch that. Watch okay, all okay, of that. Okay. And uh, like, I've only watched one episode of that, and it was a Christmas special, and I watched it because it was the cast of Dairy Girls. The Christmas Which we said goodbye to this year, actually. Did you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the third and final season of Dairy Girls. Oh, you haven't seen Dairy Girls? I have not. Uh, it's so good. Well, I'll have to. It took my breath away just now. <laughs> if I have time in 2024, I'll watch it. It's you have to you have to work through this firewall that is the Scottish accent. That sounds awful, but I mean, I feel like some. People probably feel that way about people from the South when they come from other countries, too. But it's really it. It took me a minute for my ears to get used to their accent and yeah. to sort of use my context clues to figure out the like slang and stuff that I didn't understand. Yeah, but it's so good. It's set in the 90s um, okay. and it's about the conflict um, in Ireland in the 90s and these teen this group of teen girls and how to deal with it and like. It's just, it's a really, really good show. Okay, I'll definitely um, check it out. Do you ever watch, have you ever watched Bridgerton? I have not. Oh, uh, one of the main characters in Bridgerton is one of the main characters in Dairy Girls. It's okay. so good. If you're, you like sex education, right? I do. Which we also got the final season I of. I know. And I have not brought myself to watch it yet. No. Um, but if you, I think you'll really like Dairy Girls then if you like sex education. No, I think I watched the first two episodes of is this this is season four for Sex Education, right? I believe so. And it's the last one. Yeah, I think I watched like the first couple episodes, and then it really hit me that like it was uh, going to be the end. Yeah, and I just I haven't do it. I haven't brought myself. It's such a good show. the The writing, the acting, the character development. Yeah, the way that they make you feel for the each and every person that they put on screen on that show. Yeah you fall in love with yeah you know like it's are there any bad people on that show i don't think so i think there are that show is all good people it's just some of the good people aren't great at making good decisions yeah like there aren't there's not really any like villains or bad bad guys or anything on it like it's well, all just like well there was the principal, the headmaster but from I last... But I think even in that situation, it wasn't even necessarily that they were a villain. They just were not... I guess she she was... But, she was you somewhat... Know, until, like, until the very end yeah. of that season for her, you felt for her because... Are you talking about the girl that was in Girls? 
I'm talking about the headmaster. Jemai, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I think it's like, I I just think it's it's such, the stories are very real in sex yeah. education. It's I so really good. enjoy and sex education. I'm going to ball my eyes out. I did for Dairy Girls too. I balled my eyes out on the last episode. It's so good. Um, what else did we get? We got, I want to say Yellow Jackets. It's been so long. I want to say we got the end, the end of this season of Yellow Jackets, which yeah. I haven't, season. we haven't even finished. Think, think you know what's three. funny is that I watched all of season two of Yellow Jackets and I have not seen a single episode of the first season of Yellow Jackets. It's it's good. It's a slow build, but it is fantastic. If you guys haven't watched that Yellow Jackets, I would definitely do that. Well, and it's got like for for folks of my generation, it's got like Christina Ricci in it. Ju- Juliet Lewis is yeah. in it. Melanie Linsky's in it. I... And the second season, Lauren Ambrosi is in it, like, or Ambrose. I'm not sure how you say her last name, but it's it's got all of the girls who were like the it girl actresses in the indie movies when yeah. I was a teenager are in it. It's good. It's a good show for sure. Did you ever watch How I Met Your Father? I tried to because I really I really have a special place in my heart for Hillary Duff. Absolutely. Um, but I think I only watched like a handful of episodes of it. And then I found out that Megan Trainer was on it. And so I was like, I'm not going to finish okay, watching she this. She was in like one it episode. It doesn't matter. A friend of Megan Trainer is no friend of mine. Okay. Well, you mean Megan. Megan the, the Trainer. <laughs> I loved it. I loved how I met your mother. I rewatched that so many times. And um, did you watch Dancing with the Stars? No. Allison Hannigan from Oh, was she? Yeah, and she. I believe that. Spoiler alert. Um, I believe that she made it to the finals. That you should watch a couple clips of her dancing. It's beautiful. It's so. I would good. definitely have to check that out. It's so good. But I was sad to hear that it actually got canceled. How I Met Your Father. Oh, I thought you were I was Dancing with the Stars. Dance. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought they were going to play that into the 3000s. They will. Um, <laughs> RuPaul will end up hosting it at yeah. one point. Um, or or RuPaul will just be the trophy. <laughs> yeah. Just RuPaul themselves. But they canceled How I Met Your Father. They did. I well, was sad somebody be sure to check on Hillary Duff. Is it, You think it's because Megan the Trainer? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that, those commercials that Hillary Duff did and like the, I don't know, like 2006 The don't say gay thing. Yeah. She's like, hey, hey, <laughs> don't say gay because it could be offensive. Not, it is offensive. It could be offensive. It's like, no, girl. It definitely, in that context, it's oh, offensive. Man. Um, but you know. Can I give you one last fact? Yeah, please. Um, You're so so much more prepared than I am, as usual. So 2023 was the year of the rabbit. But I don't know if you know, because I did not know this, but the Chinese Zodiac cycle also incorporates the elements. So technically, it was the year of the water rabbit. And that only happens every like 60 years. Now I'm picturing a water rabbit. Is it like a water? hmm. Is it like land and water rabbit? Or is it just a water rabbit? I got as far as that sentence. <laughs> Do you think it's a mermaid situation? Like no. rabbit on top, fish on bottom? So I will, no. <laughs> I will show you the, and, and we'll post it on our Instagram, the, the, I guess the image that they use for the water rabbit. It's actually, some of it actually looks pretty cool. 
Like there is this one. Oh, geez. I can't show you. My microphone's on my computer. But it's super cute. Um, but yeah, it only happens I trust you. every 60 years, apparently. That's amazing. What is your Chinese zodiac? Let me look it up. I'm a monkey. Uh, let's see. It's what by your year, right? Yeah. I'm a monkey. Mine is that uh, is the rooster. Oh, um, you're the cock. You're the cock. Yeah, of the cock. But yeah, so I just wanted to give you that little fun fact. About well, I love that. I think that for me, all in all, 2023 was a banger year. Of course, there were some missteps and there were some things that weren't great about it. But I definitely went into 2023 with the hopes of getting closer to being the person that I'm supposed to be. And I think that I made great strides towards that. Yeah. And I think that, uh, not to sound unhumble, but I think that I'm proud of myself for, for the work that I've done this year. And I'm proud of our friend group for the work that they've done. And I'm proud of everybody who has helped in any way with Knox pride this year, for sure. It it wouldn't exist without our super volunteers and our, our. Yeah. Cause you really came through on the volunteers this year. Like it was this year of, obviously this was our second year doing a three day festival, but last year kind of prepared us for this year, but it was still easier because of the amount of volunteers. We yeah. Had. It made our job so much easier. I think the volunteers were always there they just weren't always being utilized. And I still feel like I underutilize our volunteers. But it's something that I'm working on. I'm working on asking for help more often. <laughs> but even here in the Thriftique, you know, I have uh, people that come in weekly and help me out. And I just wouldn't be here without them. I'm That's probably what I'm the most grateful for, honestly, in 2023 is the connections I've made and the people that have come into my life through Knox pride and through being the volunteer coordinator, specifically that one job of the handful of jobs that I do. Yeah. I think that's probably what I'm the most grateful for this year. I love that. And also this podcast and you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we're, like I said, we're, we almost hit a year. Yeah. Next episode will be almost a year to the day. Unless people just stop listening. <laughs> and then we just canceled the whole our whole show. <laughs> Did you have anything else that you were like proud of this year or like your most memorable moments of this past year? I think that there were some times when we got to slow down and appreciate things. Yeah. And those are probably the moments that I'll remember the most about 2023 is when we got to take some time and go to Black Mountain and, and that spend was, the weekend there. That was our first trip of, of the year. That was our first trip of it the was. year. That was our first trip together. Was it? I th- No. Maybe not. I feel like we've been on trips together, but it, it very well yeah. could be our first trip together. Um, and then we, you know, when we got to take time and go to Maggie Valley for Dustin's birthday. Yeah. I guess working hard makes those moments feel even better. Yeah. Because we got to go to some cool concerts to Shania Twain, the Chicks. I didn't go to Shania Twain. Oh. You went to Shania Twain. I went to Shania Twain. I 
was going to go to Shania Twain, but the week before we went to see the chicks, and as lovely as it was, I did not know how terrifying Neyland Stadium is. No, um, Thompson Bowling Thompson Arena. Bowling Arena. Food City, Food City <laughs> presents presents Thompson Bowling Thompson Arena. Bowling Arena. Dot com. Um, I didn't. I didn't realize how much anxiety I could have in one place because that was freaking terrifying. Was, yeah, it, I mean, I just we were climbing and climbing, and then we turned around and. I have been that high in seating before, but I don't know if it's if maybe because we were that high, or maybe like that being that high, <laughs> being that high, yeah. <laughs> or I think that maybe like Thompson Bowling Arena, it's a little more like narrow. I don't know, but yeah. I like, and so I was it like was steep. I was like, I can't. I don't think I can do Shania Twain. Um, well, Shania Twain, it was a little bit further down last for for that show. I also got to see Moon Taxi, which is one of my favorite bands. I still haven't listened to them, but I will. So that I mean, and then we got to see we got to see a few drag queens last year too. Yeah. Evie Oddly. Yeah, we saw the the whole Christmas. No, the Twilight Zone. Yeah, that was show. Evie Oddly. That was a lot of fun. And Evie Oddly's coming back. And we got to see uh Latrice Royale. I love Latrice. We actually got to work that show, so that was really yeah. fun. I love Latrice and Chris. Uh, Chris may be a listener. He might listen to this. Well, podcast. shout out to Chris and Latrice. <laughs> I had a lot of milestones last year. Yeah. Um, I turned 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, you literally had an organ removed from your body. I had an organ <laughs> removed from my body. I got married. I had my first Father's Day. Yeah. Those That's were like, a lot. Yeah. If we started a po- the podcast, um, mm-hmm. had the grand opening of the Thrift Teak. So there was a lot of, I had a lot of memorable moments last year. And I wouldn't have trade a single one for anything. It was a good year. It was. It's a good year on the whole, I, for sure. I know that there was a lot of bad things that happened to our community and to our state and to a lot of a lot of our community members last year, but it was, you know, it was still a pretty damn good year. Yeah. Well, you have to, I mean, we don't love the bad, but without the bad, the good isn't good. Yeah. You so. know, I did take one thing away from my mom, which she always said, if life was easy, it would be boring. Yeah. And that has literally always stuck with me anytime I've went through any type of bad time. And I was like, if my life was so easy and so easygoing, it would be so fucking boring. And I'm glad it's not. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see where 2024 takes us, Matt. I'm very excited. I know this universe has a lot planned for us this year. Yeah. Hey, James. Yes, Matt. You know what time it is? Is it time for the calendar? It's time for the calendar. First new calendar of the new year. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Hit it. All right. On January the 4th, we have Dungeons and Dragons one shot from 5 to 9 p.m. On January 7th, we've got the Neurodivergent Support Group from 3 to 5. On the 11th of January, we have Living Queer in East Tennessee Support Group presented by Knox Pride and the YWCA from 5 to 6 p.m. And we have Knox Pride presents Braddy's Cathartic Karaoke at South Press from 6 to 8. 
On January 12th, we're bringing back the Knox Pride Community Resource Fair from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. And that evening, we've got the Rainbow Teen Social Club from 6 to 8. On January the 13th, we have Knox Pride Trans MB Support Group from 1 to 3 p.m. On the 17th of January, we've got the Queer Youth Writing Workshop with Knoxville's Youth Poet Laureate from 7 to 8.30 p.m. And on January the 18th, we have Dungeons and Dragons, one shots from 5 to 9 p.m. Also, we have the Living Queer in East Tennessee Support Group presented by Knox Pride and the YWCA from 5 to 6. And we have the Knox Pride Presents Bratty Cathartic Karaoke at South Press from 6 to 8 p.m. And as always, for information on these and all of our other events, visit www.knoxpride.com. Well, you know, I hope this year is just as prosperous as last year's. Yeah, even more so, hopefully. I'm really looking forward to, even though we don't know what's going to happen this year, I'm really looking forward to what does happen, good or bad. Yeah. And uh, we hope you guys stick with us through season two. Yeah. And uh, until next time, we see you. We hear you. And we we love love you. you. Knox Proud Podcast is produced by J.D. Davis, Matt Navarro-Camp, and James Owens with recording and engineering by J.D. Davis. Knox Pride Podcast is a community-driven effort, and we need your help. Please email us at podcast at knoxpride.com with any questions, ideas for guests, or suggestions on content. And don't forget to follow us at Knox Pride Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Knox Pride Podcast is brought to you by Knox Pride Network with funding from the United Way. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Knox Pride.